Thank you, Vaughn, for taking us around the world and bringing things back here to 99.3 Nigeria Info. Uh, this is Hard Facts. And yes, I am Sandra Ezekwesili. Why are there so many abandoned projects? That's the conversation we'll have from now until six o'clock. Why are there so many abandoned projects? It's a big problem. It's a big problem. It costs uh, Nigeria lots of money. It also slows down development. It brings me to our big hard fact for the day. According to a report from the Chartered Institute of Project Management of Nigeria, there are 56,000 abandoned projects, abandoned government projects across the country. And they're worth over 12 trillion naira. 56,000. Those are huge numbers. There's basically... One annual federal pro, uh, one annual federal budget's uh, worth of abandoned projects in the country, according to that report. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of my money for Nigeria to tie down or lose. It's thousands of communities left without roads, left without power, without water, without schools, without hospitals, and other basics of life. That's hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of lives endangered and lost. One of the main reasons why government projects get abandoned is not enough accountability in the system. Basically, not enough heads are rolling over abandoned projects. So if we want to solve the abandoned projects problem, we need to solve the accountability problem, among other things. I'm going to have a guest join me to have this conversation. Uh, he's someone who has made solving the accountability problem his life's work. He's the head of tracker at the Budget Foundation. As soon as he joins us, uh, we will make an official introduction. Oh, he's already joined us. He's joining us uh, via Zoom today. His name is Ileboje Udamen. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, yes, thank you very much. Uh, apologies for uh, the late uh, listening to join, join you. I was having an issue with my internet. Oh, that's Yes. Oh, that's fine. We're all in Nigeria, so we understand. And Lagos, uh, we want to hear from you as well. Are these abandoned projects um, something that you notice a lot in your area? Are there abandoned projects in your area? Have you ever tr uh, tried to find out the root cause of the projects that have been abandoned in your area? Uh, what led to yes. it? How do you think citizens can uh, put pressure to reduce the number of ab abandoned projects? So when you give us a call, Lagos, these are some of the questions that I'm hoping that you can answer for us. But for our guests, okay. first of all, how do I even correctly pronounce your name? How do I correctly say your name? Okay, my name is Ileva Jewadame. No, that's too fast. Okay. All right. So, um, uh, talk to us about what Tracker does in the space of project monitoring. Okay. Thank you very much. Um, the whole idea about Tracker started in 2013. Um, the first time uh, when we started, the idea, you know, well, Tracker is just a platform on that budget. Uh, budget, budget. The idea of budget was to analyze uh, public data. You know, and uh, we now found that uh, not, not just getting signals about what the budget is all about, because the end product of the budget is service delivery, what comes to your community. Hmm. So, um, Tracker started in 2013, 
So the idea is to track public projects in local communities and to give feedback uh, to the government and the people. Because um, we live in a country where citizens does not really have an idea about the budgetary provision. Because when they see a project in their community, they mm. always believe that those that are elected into public offices mm. are the ones using their own personal money to fund this project. Because at the end of at the end of the day, upon uh, completion of those projects, mm. some of these projects are being labelled as donation, you know, tax as donation, and um, that, that which is which, which is the wrong word. So the idea about tracker is to sensitise residents about the budgetary provision so that they can take ownership. The goal of tracker is just for citizens to take ownership of public projects in the budget so that you should be aware that there's a provision, there's a budget provision for this project. So me, as a, as, as a citizen of that community, I should be able to engage the responsible individuals. I should be able to engage my, my lawmaker and I, I should also be engaged the ministry that is involved because uh, we have a pamphlet uh, where we mine all the capital's projects where you have pictures and phone numbers of your senator and your house of member that you can engage to ask him what is the implementation status of this project? Because a budget is supposed to be a public document, but mm. in this part of the country, a budget is a secret document. Um, that's the more reason why citizens ask questions, because when they see community projects in their community, they mm. have believe that those that are elected to public office are the ones using their own personal money to fund this project. So they didn't know fit to ask questions about the project because they believe that their representative is just doing them a favor. Mm. So our work is now is just to go to local communities to sensitize them about the budget provision to build their capacity so that they can ask questions and demand for accountability. Now, this figure, 56,000 abandoned projects of all sizes from all three tiers of government, federal, state and local, yeah. how did it get this bad? What are the factors that led to projects getting abandoned? Okay. How many thousand did you mention? 56,000, according to a report from the Chartered Institute of Project Management of Nigeria. It's even more than that. It's even more than that. Wow. Okay, let me tell you, let, let me give you the instances that led to abandonment projects. One, there's lack of citizen participation. Hmm. Number one, lack of citizen participation. Hmm. So let me let me explain down to you. Okay. You are my representative. Mm-hmm. And you nominate a project in my community. Mm-hmm. So before you should nominate a project in my community, I should be aware of the project you are nominating. There's what we call need assessments. The, the, the ability for you to ask me, what do you want in your community? Mm. So I should be able to tell you, we don't have good road, we don't have water in my community, this is what we want. So that citizens can take ownership of projects in their community. Mm. And we are lacking this. Let me give you a very, very good instance. Okay. In 2018, a community in 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 Kirby State, a 38 million naira was budgeted for the construction of a motocar park. Okay. And as you all know, when you say you are constructing a motocar park for a community, so mm. are you indirectly telling me that this community they are all they are all road transport workers? Okay. This is, this is a community where everybody, almost everybody in that community, they are farmers. Okay. So why would you construct? Struck a, a, a motocar park in that committee when you've not deemed fit to reach out to the committee that to ask them what are your pressing needs. Mm. So they don't take ownership, and this project has been abandoned. So there's there's a very lack of citizens' participation. Then number two, the, number two also, um, number two is um, uh, what we call need assessments. Okay. Sorry, number two is um, number two is a continuity. Okay. For instance, now a committee in in, in Sokoto. The honorable member representing our community 
started a, a health center in that community. And he, he ended up building that health center at uh, the Linton level. So he could not come back to National Assembly again. Then the man that now won the next election now started another new health center behind the one that his successor uh, abandoned. So, as a result of lack of season participation and no need assessment, this is why you see a lot of abandoned projects across communities in Nigeria. Hmm. When you say 50,000 is even less. It's more than that. How do you know? But I mean, have you have you done uh, like any study at Tracker to tell you just how many uh, projects that have been abandoned across the country? Okay, yes, we've done, we've done a lot of study because, um, for instance, now, like today now, we did a tweet today now in Edo states. Okay. Um, in twenty in twenty twenty one, mm-hmm. so far, the federal government has released seventy five percent of funds to respective MDs to implement projects. Okay. So we did a tweet today, and we posted that tweet online to say, okay, a construction of a block of classrooms going on in in, in the local government in Edo state mm. that this project is yet to commence. Somebody mm. came on Facebook to attack us that the project has commenced. It commenced early last month. This is just a renovation. Okay. So the only thing that the contractor did was just to come and remove the, the roof of that building for over a month now and he has not done anything. So what do you assume? So what would you call such kind of project? You <laughs> came last month to hmm. remove the roof hmm. and to date, nothing has been done on that project. Just renovation. Remove the roof and and, and and put a new one that you do you do you do the normal renovation on, on, on that on now that some project. people now some people could say that um you know budget shortfalls could cause a thing like that or cost overruns could cause a thing like that maybe a project ends up costing more than what was budgeted or budgets are added to uh, sorry projects are added to the budget based on expected government revenue but when the revenue is smaller then some payments for some projects end up being Sacrificed, and if if it's not properly managed, um, some particular projects will be will be left behind. That's that's these are some reasons that I've heard. How much of how much truth is there to these reasons, in your opinion? Hello. Okay, we seem to have a breaking transmission there. Hopefully he joins us and we can continue this conversation. But Lagos, I want to hear from you, of course. Um, are, are, are there abandoned projects in your part of Lagos or in your part of the world, in your part of Nigeria, really? Have you ever tried to find out the root cause of the projects that were abandoned? How did government respond to you when you tried to find out why particular projects were abandoned? Have you been part of an abandoned project? What led to you as a contractor leaving that project? I got a call uh, the first time we treated this last week and it was quite interesting, I have to say. Um, I mean, the woman who called us talked to us about how, you know, governments, uh, some governments allegedly wouldn't let you start work on certain projects except um, you give them some percentage of uh, what they're supposed to pay you to do the work there. And that's why you do not have them, um, you know, calling you to ask you questions about how the project was executed. Because again, like I always say on this show, Turkey no they vote for Christmas, you know. But that's my question for you. Have you ever been part of a project and had to abandon it? What led you to... 
withdrawing from that project. How do you think citizens can put pressure to reduce the number of abandoned projects? Because like you heard our guests say, a huge part of the problem is that there's not enough citizen engagement. You know, that if more citizens were to speak up, if more citizens were to uh, put pressure on the government, we will not have as many uh, projects getting abandoned as we currently do. Let's speak with Sanusi. He's on the line. Sanusi, how are you? Good, uh, good evening. Good evening. Welcome. Thank you for that, uh, your own pro- uh, program. Thank you. You know, one abandoned project has been in Badagri uh, Road mm. in one era. Okay. About 10 story building. When you live in Yanwera, going to Badagri, mm. you will see it inside the bush since mm. 1973. Mm. And government always overlook everything in there. Mm. So I don't know why if somebody will build something halfway and that person will not want to continue and they just start their own and they won't finish their own too. This is the problem of Nigerian uh, politicians now. Mm. They don't want to name anything after anybody than their own. Mm. So please, maybe we can see people to talk to them. This is part of the thing that is taking our money away now. They won't face the reality how they will be doing anything that is yeah, they can get out of it. All right. Thank you very much. 99.3, hello. Hello. Thank President Sandra. Good to have you on the show. What's your name, sir? Hello, President Sandra. I can hear you. Hello. Hello. Okay. So it looks like line two isn't working. So if, if I pick your call, I hope you're listening. If I pick your call and you can't hear me, be rest assured that I am hearing you. Just go ahead and keep talking. So uh, until we fix the problem with our second line. 99.3, Hello. Hello? Hello? Remember, just go ahead and talk, okay? I can hear you. Hello? Go ahead and talk. I can hear you. All right. I'm guessing this person can't hear us. 99.3, hello. Hello, hello. Thank you for calling. What's your name? Are we going to play today? Are we going to what? Are we going to play? Play for money? Yes. No, we're not. We've got Benjamin and Ikeja on the line. Hi, Benjamin. Hello, good evening, Sandra. Good evening. Yeah, Sandra, I actually, I'm Benjamin, calling from Ikeja. Good to have you on the show. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Sandra, I was listening to your guest, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I was uh, making comments, but uh, uh, you, made, you made mention of uh, one of uh, the reasons why some projects were abandoned. You was talking about the citizens' lack of citizen participation. But I, 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 I was listening to him, but I bet to disagree with him. Okay. And with the following reasons. You see, Sandra, hmm. if you have somebody who you know you trusted on a particular thing, definitely when such person knows what you are trusting him for, each time you seek for his consent, won't such person listen to you? Definitely. I would. He would. But it's unfortunate that we have the politicians. They don't they doesn't listen to we as citizens. And and look at the kind of system that we are operating in Nigeria. Under a developed country like this, where a citizens will have political leaders representing them in different constituencies, will bring issues, patterning our roads, our electricity. They doesn't listen. What they do there is a different thing. So the, 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 the political leaders we are having, they don't listen to the citizens in Nigeria, especially in Nigeria. They don't listen to the citizens. 
and 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 that is the reason why the situation as it is it, it is till now. So uh, as I'm speaking to you now, there's one road at uh, Odota to Sun area here, close to one of the companies here. I saw they were, I saw some contractors were cutting cutting the road, a kind of designing the road, trying to 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 to, to maintain the road. But you know, Sandra, hmm. they brought some sands a few months, a few just few few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Could you believe now, as it is now, mm-hmm. they just sand, they just sand filled back those sand. They could not even do uh, concrete or do the road again. Now, who will you are you going to blame? Is it things? Now they have abandoned that project. As I'm speaking to you, that's the road people are using now. Can feel it, and and there's still more potholes. So are you going to blame the citizens? Alright, good question, Benjamin. Uh, but we have our guest back on the line. Our guest is the head tracker, head of tracker at Budget Foundation, Ilabwoje Udamen. Thank you so much for joining us again. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, sorry, uh, apologies for uh, the bringing transmission. So I, I think, uh, let me disagree with the first caller. Now, what you just said, that uh, citizen participation, yes, citizen participation is very key. You don't query what you don't have an idea about. So, uh, one thing that this position they, they do is that when they come to local communities, they want to implement projects. You know, there's a difference between I want to build a school for you mm-hmm. and the government wants to build a school for you. Mm-hmm. I want to build a school for you means that I'm spending my own personal money. But the government has agreed to build a school for you in this year. The project I have nominated. If you have a clear, a clear sense that my representative, this is what he's planning to do for us. And they should be free to tell us the amount. We have instances where we communicate to lawmakers to tell them that, okay, um, you want to build a, you want, you want to implement a project or you nominated a project, hmm. but you, you not made the location specified. And the feedback we get from them is that when we made the location specified, the people will start disturbing us. And they will tell you that um, this project is being nominated by the uh, the uh, go and meet the MDA and ask them about the implementation. Ministry of Water Resources in Abuja does not know my community in, in Lagos. Does not know that me that I live in Mushi, I need a water project. It is you that represent me in Abuja that knows that in Lagos, the people that are living in about 12, I want to go streets in Mushi, they don't have access to portable water. So my own is to engage you as my representative to follow up with the implementing agencies to ensure that this project has been implemented. But now, let me tell you the truth. When the same lawmaker that will tell you that they are not directly responsible for that project, hmm. during implementation, maybe in terms of empowerment, because they, the lawmakers, they won't believe in empowerment. Construction project, there's always a hundred billion provision to implement projects in local communities. But if you take statistics now, as at 2020, there was 61 billion provision for empowerment. And empowerment, these are projects that you don't measure impact. When you tell me you are buying 100 motorcycles, how am I sure that you are buying 100 motorcycles? But if you tell me that you are building 100 schools in 100 communities, I should be able to track implementation. But when you tell me that you are buying 100 motorcycles, how do I know that you bought the 100 motorcycles? The question is, who are the beneficiaries? Hmm. How do I measure impact? For instance, now a constituency in Kaduna State, you know Kaduna, they have a lot of lawmakers there. The 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 capital project for that constituency is 65 million naira, 
and the same senator represent so sorry, the same honorable represent that constituency. Nominate, uh, he has a cap of 65 million naira, and he nominated one project for 40 million naira for religious, religious, uh, religious and interfaith belief program to train people of his constituent for 40 million naira. In that, you are telling me that this constituency they will not get water, they will not get road, they will not get street lights, they will not get innovation of primary schools in their community for the whole of 2021. And the other 25 million right now goes for grants. The question is, how do you arrive at the beneficiaries? So citizens are not carried along. The only time they see their representative is during election, during campaign. They come there to, 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 to campaign. And after that, don't, they don't even get back to them to ask them, what are your pressing needs? So these are the reasons why you see a lot of abandoned projects across the country. Because... See, they are not taking ownership because they, they have this belief that those that elected the public of that they are going to fund these projects. Now, go to Bayasa State now. There was 7.5 billion era to do this shoreline protection during Jonathan's era. Today, now, the contractor only supply the pallets to that community. So today, now, if you go to that community in Utopia now, you have those pallet heaps on that community. And it has not been completed. You have a lot of projects across the country that the lawmaker has refused to, 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 to implement the project because they did not carry the citizens along. So citizens are of this belief that these agencies, these, sorry, these lawmakers, they are using our personal money to fund those projects. And number three, number three again, is that agencies that do not have the capacity to implement projects, they are doing the project. Now, let's take instance now. National Human, Human Rights Commission now, as you may understand, this is an agency that has saddled with the responsibility to address human rights issues. Today, National Human Rights Commission is implementing and they are, they are carrying out empowerment projects. What do you mean by empowerment projects? Buying of Keken Affair, buying of motorcycle, buying of hairdressing machine. National um, Federal uh, uh, School of Fishery and Marine Technology in VI today, they are doing projects like solar street lights. Then how do you expect them to carry out a quality work? When the agency that is saddled with resources did not carry out this project, so these are the issues, and these are the issues why you see a lot of abandoned projects across the country, because lawmakers they channel project to agencies where they can where, where they can cash back instead of giving the right agency. Okay, now for instance, now in twenty in, in twenty nineteen now, a a town hall project was being carried by carried out by Ubeg. Ubeg, this is an agency that is saddled with resources to build schools. And upon completion of that renovation of that town hall meeting, they they now put the, the FGN slash UBEX as 2020, 2019 projects. Ministry of Agriculture is innovating um, a must in, 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 in Sokoto. So these are the issues. All right, let's leave it at that. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll keep talking to the head tracker at Budget Foundation. We will talk about, um, you know, how we can channel the anger and frustration that we feel as a citizenry uh, towards the right channels. So say, for instance, people report a project. It becomes clear that the project has stalled. What does an organization like Tracker do next, for instance? I'm Sandra Ezekwesli. Sandra Ezekwesli on social media. You're listening to Hard Facts. So 99.3 Nigeria Info. It starts at 3 p.m. every day, continues until 7 p.m. And then we hand over to the sports gang um, on the other side of uh, uh, 7 o'clock. We'll be right back. You are 
listening to your number one station for talk. Your number one station for talk. 99.3 Nigeria Info. Let's talk. Today we're talking about why there are so many abandoned projects in Nigeria. I told you it's a big problem. It costs Nigeria a lot of money. It slows down development. I told you, for instance, that uh, a report from the Chartered Institute of Project Management of Nigeria says that there are 56,000 abandoned government projects across the country and they're worth over 12 trillion naira. Now, our guest on the show today, disagrees. Our guest thinks that they are much more. And uh, he is the head of tracker at the Budget Foundation. His name is Ilegboje Wadamen. Thank you so much for staying with us. Hello? All right. Well, while we get him to uh, jump back into the show, Lagos, uh, we're asking you your thoughts as well. First of all, we're even asking if there are abandoned projects um, in your area. Uh, have you ever tried to find out why a particular project was abandoned? Um what were the root causes? How did government respond to you when you went to them and said, hey, this project has been abandoned. Why? What's going on? How did they respond? Have you even been part of an abandoned project? What led to it? Why did you uh, leave the project or your contractor or your employer? Why did you guys you know, step away from that project? Uh, our guest thinks that citizen engagement uh, is one of the reasons why uh, government after government abandons project after project. Do you agree? Do you think that there's a way citizens can put pressure on government to reduce the, num- the number of abandoned projects? 0700-993-993-993. Hello. Thank you for calling us. Sorry about that. Call back if you can. Now, one of the lines isn't working great, which means that when you call, I will hear you, but you won't hear me. If that's happening, just go ahead and uh, say what you want to say. Unfortunately, our number for our female callers isn't available at this time, but we can definitely take the calls of everybody through online. 0700-993-993-993. Hello. Thank you for calling us. Hello. Thank you for calling. What's your name? Oh, good evening. This is a calling from Ijabode. Eze, welcome. Yes. Uh, abandoned project in my area, we. Mm-hmm. Do you have any? You see federal or state or local government, which one are we talking about? Any one, any of the three or all of the three. Hello? Any of the three or all of the three. Okay. Oh, in, um, where I come from, or local government, the only road there is federal road. Ohaza. And we didn't have any other alternative than that federal road. Oh, Zala, is that in Ankano or in... That is a Boeing state, in a... I'm talking of. Okay. Mm. Since uh, I, 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 my mother bought me in that place, mm. that road has never been good one day. Mm. They keep on telling me, when we ask, they say it's a federal road, the state cannot do federal road. Mm. So we are like that since that day till today. I'm almost uh, 50 years old now. You're almost 50. But that, that road has not been fixed one day since I, bo- I was born till today. I don't know how we can imagine that one with uh, abandoned project. Is it abandoned project or forgotten project? 
It is a it is abandoned project. I mean, it should be abandoned, Abby. It, it, I think it's abandoned. Yes. I don't. I don't think the federal they are working. They are only working. They only work and collect money and pocket it and forget about it. The pool of sand and um, even when they want to put quota, they will just uh, mix it with uh, gravel and pour it here. When the rain comes, it sweep everything away, and we go back to where we come from. So they should not be doing any project on uh, that local road like that. They should leave it for other local government or state government because we can assess those ones. But Fedra, oh, my sister, now I hello. Eze, thank you very much for calling. We've got a comment on WhatsApp that says, uh, your guest has some points. However, citizens are not the problem. Politicians are the problem. Just vote them out and you'll hear the truth. They know the solutions to all the problems once they are out of power. Oshodi Transporting Interchange is one of such abandoned projects. All federal government buildings unused in Lagos are also part of the abandoned projects. That's a message from Gabriel. Gabriel is messaging us from Ijegun. Remember, if we pick your call and you can't hear us, be rest assured that we're hearing you, so just go ahead and uh, make your point. Hello. Hello, President Sandra. Good evening. Good evening. We can hear you. Just go ahead. You are talking to Emmanuel calling. The last caller is not from Ebony State. Ebony State is a, uh, a, is a, is a local government of the governor. The, the working governor, the engineer inside, Dave Omai. Okay. There is no road there leading to that or house a local government that is not tired. Okay. Put me anywhere. If he has been to village past four years, he will not come to radio and say it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to discredit uh, anybody but or praise anybody, but when you hear of a house, that is the hometown of the present minister of science and technology and the present governor of the working governor of Ebony State, hmm. uh, in person of David David Omai. Okay. He's the working governor that everybody recognizes. So I don't know where he gets his information from. Okay. All right. Thank oh. you for calling to correct it then. 99.3, hello. <laughs> All right, keep the calls coming in. Uh, let's go back to WhatsApp where we have other comments. Uh, Sandra, there's an abandoned road project in a garage, Ijebode, towards Ileshi Jebu, uh, old Ijebu, Ujebode Benin Road, which was started in the final tenure of former Governor Bikula Moshum. Currently, the road is very very terrible to ply now. It's said to be a federal road. Grace from Ikorodu with that message. Grace, thank you very much uh, for your time. We've got uh, Gati Nations from Ekpe who says, President Sandra, when you engage a farmer as a doctor, common sense should tell us what to expect. We lack managerial structure in all facets of our government establishment. To avoid abandoned projects, we need to have people who are willing to serve, not some selfish men with selfish interests. Until those kinds of people are eradicated, abandoned projects will still be found everywhere. Uh, here's another message also from WhatsApp. Uh, Charles says, uh, why do we have abandoned projects amongst the three-tier governments? Number one, truly non-involvement of the immediate beneficiaries. Number two, embezzlement of the project funds, which the beneficiary has no knowledge of the project cost. Number three, the politicians' source of settling themselves with the original intent, not accomplishing the project. Number four, there's one along Badagri Express since the 1970s, over 10 stories building. Men, it's meant for a resort near the sea 
uh, seashore. All right. Thank you very much for your message. Now, let me come back to our guest who is uh, who has joined us now again. Apologies for the poor network that you seem to be dealing with. But you see, uh, the Nigeria Society of Engineers says that one of the key reasons for um, abandoned projects, one of the root causes for abandoned projects um, is cost overruns. And I was mentioning that uh, earlier on before we got the first interrupted um, uh, network. So so it means that, um, um, you know, government will, um, first of all, costing, you know, budgeting something and the project will end up costing more than what was budgeted for. Now, I want us to look at that. I want us to look at that this cost overruns problem. Is this an actual concern in your opinion? That's number one. Number two, if it is an actual concern, what can be done to make sure that the initial project costing is accurate so that government doesn't get a surprise on costing midway through the project and then abandon it? Thank you very much. Just like I rightly said just now, I said uh, projects of uh, implementation are being domiciled in agencies that do not have the capacity to execute them. Hmm. Let's take, for instance, now, you expect National Human Rights Commission to build a school for you. You do not have the expertise to cost that project. Hmm. The answer is no. Hmm. The answer is no. Hmm. And also, we also need to look at um, citizen inclusion in hmm. projects. Mm-hmm. Because when citizens are aware of projects, they can take ownership. Now, you are building a school in my community, and you did not carry me along. And I did not even know how much that this school is being cost for. Hmm. So how do you expect me to take ownership? So if I'm aware that a block of three classrooms in my community is 12 million era, and I know that, okay, like in 2020, federal government released 100% fund for project implementation, mm-hmm. which is the first time, despite the COVID pandemic. Mm-hmm. In 2021, federal government has also released 75% of fund. So if I'm aware that a school cost 12 million naira in my community, and so far the government has released 75% of that fund, I, I should be able to engage whoever is responsible to say, okay, no, you cannot stop this building at the LinkedIn level. Because our politicians, they make this feel as if they are spending their own personal money. So mm-hmm. that's the more reason why Citizens don't ask questions. Mm-hmm. So they, 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 they feel they have the belief that they can nominate that project in the first year, despite the amount has been released. The next year, they will see to do that project as, as completion. Let me take you back now. In Kano State, in, 20, in 2016, mm-hmm. there was a position to construct a 20-bed cottage hospital in Dogoa, a community under uh, Dogoa local government in Kano State. Okay. 34 million dollars was allocated for this project. Okay. What did they do? The, the only thing we saw there was just the signposts. In 2017, the same hospital that they only installed samples, it $250 million was allocated for that project as completion. Hmm. And what did they do? They only built that project to the roofing level and they abandoned it. In 20, 2018, again, another $50 million was allocated for that project for completion as a supplying of equipment. Nothing was being done. 2020, again, $50 million again, nothing was being done. In 2021, not until we went there with Channel TV. To intervene on this project. That was when we now discovered that the project is ongoing. You see, these are so far within a space of three or four, five years, this project has engulfed over 472 million naira. Hmm. Because citizens, they are not aware. They see this project as if our lawmaker is just trying to do us a favor. So we should not question him because he spends his own personal money, which is not true. So citizen election is very key. So when citizens are being carried along, as my lawmaker, you are you make me understand that. This project I'm doing is a 10 million dollar project. Hmm. At least we should have some intellect in that community that can say, okay, 10 million dollar can do more than this. But this information has been taken away from the citizen. And politicians, they make it feel as if they are spending their own money. And these have been the issues. 
and diverting project to agencies that don't have the responsibility, the, the capacity to implement projects is also an issue. The whole issue around this is you are not making you are not making the data public. You are building you are building a culture center, twenty bed culture center for five years, and to date that that hospital is still at the competition level, and a lot of fund has been. I've been allocated that project. Now I want to so bring you. I want to bring you back to a point you made earlier on about continuity of governance, right? Yes. With that yes. particular one, what can be done? So let me let me let me give you an example. You have a situation where a new administration simply refuses to fund a project that it inherited. Yes. Under our current laws and structure, there is no way to yeah. force them to honor funding of a past project since they and the legislature. Yes have full control over the budget. So can you think yes. of any changes to the law which could enforce some degree of continuity? Okay, thank you very much for that wonderful question you just asked now. Okay, you see, I said lack of citizen participation is a thing that we cannot we cannot take out of this conversation. <laughs> when I mean citizen participation, hmm. see, the relationship should be before and after the election. You, 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 you are in my community to come and campaign. Mm-hmm. Then after the election, you just want to come back to meet me and ask me, what do you want? That's what we call citizen inclusion and what we call need assessment. Okay, fine. Honorable, we have an existing health center that has been abandoned. Please, can you complete it in the next year budget? But we don't have this conversation. So there's a very big disconnect. And that is why you see a lot of abandoned projects across the country. That's just the answer to it. You see a particular street, you see two borehole. Okay, now you see a borehole that was being constructed in 2020. And after three months of completion, that borehole packed up. The, a new additional that, that comes in now, it will start a new one. Why not use that fund to renovate the existing one so that this community can have can, can continue with that borehole? Okay, now let me let me take you back now. In 2020, there's uh, there's a project in Akampa, a $20 naira to construct a community town hall. Hmm. The location was not even specified. They said Akangpa. And you know, Akangpa is in the coast river state. Hmm. So we went there to sensitize the community. We went, went with the village head. The village head told us that there is no there is no town hall in their community. So during our program with Oversight, with Channels TV, mm-hmm. they published it that we cannot find that 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 town hall in Akangpa. Hmm. The senator representative that that central district came out to say that he had built that town hall in urban Akangpa. And when we got there, he built that town hall beside an existing town hall that has been in Lapeer State for mm-hmm. 20 million naira. So why not use that 20 million naira to renovate the existing town hall so that you can use that fund to do other things in that community? But he said to, said to build a new one. And he said he built, and the committee member assured us that he built that town hall in memory of his late age. So these are the issues. Okay, so you you so you've laid the, the 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 fault firmly at the feet of citizens. Now let me ask you, right? You yes. have to walk us through precisely how citizens should get involved at each phase of a project life cycle. So from formulation and planning to budgeting to contract award to implementation at each phase, how can citizens get involved? Very precisely. Okay, yeah, fine. If you look at if you look constantly, if you look at the budget process, it has different stages. There's what we call there's what we call the budget the planning stage, 
uh, the executive and also citizen participation, where citizens will come and say, okay, this is what we want mm. in our community. Mm-hmm. That's what we call citizen inclusion. That also goes around with what we call need assessment. Okay. But fine, all these things, constitutionally, this is, this is the right step in budget preparation, but, but we don't practice it. So if we practice it, we will not have all these issues. But when you, when, when you engage it, they will tell you that the, the cost is in, see, as a lawmaker in my constituency, you are supposed to reach out to me, do a town hall meeting where you bring everybody together. Yes. Tell us what uh, are the press. Yes, but we're seeing that lawmaker after lawmaker, administration after administration, they are refusing to do this. How do we get them to do it? Yes. It is when the citizens continue to ask the right questions. We should forget about this issue of stomach infrastructure. That is what is killing us in this part of this country. Because if you look at constitutional, if you look, if you look at if you look at the hundred billion for constituency project, over sixty, over fifty percent is being tied to empowerment. I was supposed to be in a program where I interview, where where I made a presentation to lawmakers. They told me that I said, why is it that you do more a lot of empowerment? They said, if I don't empower my people, somebody else will come and empower them. Because is this the, the because is, is this perhaps because I mean you've got more than eighty million Nigerians living in multidimensional poverty, and so the most obvious thing to do with money is quote unquote empowerment. Come again. Is this perhaps because more than eighty million Nigerians are living in multidimensional poverty, and so um, the legislators feel like well the most impactful thing to do would be to uh, yes. do quote unquote what? empowerment projects. Yes, what to see, see, the feedback I got from them is that when I go home for a weekend, people come with different problems to tell me my son my, my son just got admission, I need to pay school fees, my daughter just gave birth, I need to uh, I need to I need to pay for this, um my daughter is getting married tomorrow, or my son is getting married tomorrow, I need his help. So they believe the best way to give back to the community is to do empowerment. So but you but you don't measure impact with this. It's only inside of the country that through empowerment. In those days, when you, when you want to sign for tailoring, you sign for three years. But on constituency project, you can learn tailoring under three days, which is not possible. How can you learn tailoring under three days? And a lot of millions of naira has been allocated to all these projects. They'll tell you 50 million naira for tailoring, uh, leather making, and all of this. And one one consultant will just come from Lagos or from Abuja to come and take the money and and you, you don't expect me to learn tailoring for three days. It's not possible. How do I assimilate? How, how can you get the best hand? Then you are giving grant to people. You are giving grant to 100, or to, to 100 uh, people in your constituent. You are giving them 100 million. And you are giving them by cash. So again, so, so again, to summarize, the way that citizens can get involved in each phase is how? They should shy away. See, they should see. We should take See, we, should, we should allow poverty eh, to just be in one place, no matter what. We should ask the right question. We should demand accountability. Information on budget proposition should be made public okay. to the citizens so that you should know that this lawmaker that is giving me 10 naira is getting 50 million naira as constitutional project for my community. Okay. So that the day he gives you 10 naira, you be able to minus that 10 naira from that 50 million and you know that it's changing you. All right. My guest is the head of Tracker at the Budget Foundation, Ilaboje Uadamen. Thank you so much for your time. 
Alright, thank you very much. Lagos, let's keep talking, shall we? 0700-993-993-993. We've got comments on, on WhatsApp as well. And uh, we'll take a look at as many of them as we can. Uh, Madam Sandra, most projects is abandoned due to embezzlement and not poor costing because there's tolerance for, for cost inflation uh, during projects. Example, when you need 10 blocks, extra two blocks will be added during costing. Okay, all right. Uh, hello, Sandra. My name is Caesar from Ikeja. I am at Obalende as we speak. Sandra, directly looking at the abandoned federal secretariat. Sandra, can't that building be converted to something useful? Also, the roads con- constructed by the current chairman of Agege local government area in the person of Alhaji Gunjobi is all tagged by himself as constructed by himself. How do we get him and others to reverse it? Hmm, that's a good question. Uh, Charles says, uh, well, Charles answered my question about, um, you know, why we have abandoned projects. All right, Charles, thank you very much. We've got an anonymous caller from Agege. Hello, anonymous. Hello, Sandra. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome. Uh, First and foremost, I would like to appreciate your guest on the show today. Okay. You know, for his uh, apt contribution on the, the the poor completion of projects along the across the nation. Mm. But the problem is this, eh, Sandra, mm-hmm. I'm a cost expert. Okay. I'm a quantity surveyor by profession. Okay. Mm? Okay. Yes. We are at the ends of finance costs when it has to do with developmental projects. Okay. Be it um, any type of project you can imagine. Okay. But the problem is this. The problem is not funding. The problem is implementation. Sandra, the system is bad. I have been able to be involved, I think it's privileged to be involved in the government project sector and the private sector. Sandra, the system is corrupt. You hold them from the funding aspect, they will come and collect the contract with different company names. That doesn't exist. You see, the politicians have their way around it. And um, the professionals are also helping matters. So the fingers are not, is not just pointing to the politicians. Sandra, we are in a, a system whereby the consultants collect 75% of their fees during uh, uh, the, pre-construction, the pre-construction stage. During construction stage, they are only entitled to 25%. As such, they lose interest in that project. The, plan, the, the, the monitoring is dead. You talk about the, 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 the state department monitoring the project, they will go there, they collect bribe. Even when they see snags, they don't snag it for the contractors. Mm. Then you talk about the contractors itself. It is a problem. Because by the time the contractors collect his, um, his contract award letter and you, 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 you mobilize him, mm. it also settles. As a matter of fact, you are in a country whereby you see the commissioners the politicians being involved in contract award process. It should not be so. So, you see, when your 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 visitor today was talking about uh, uh, the community itself, yes, 
but it is little or nothing that they can do. Their impact is just very minimal. Thank you, Anonymous, for calling us. I wish we had more time to stay on this subject, but you know how it is with this show. The conversation is always great and there's never enough time to finish it. But tomorrow, the conver- conversation continues. We'll take a look at the informal sector on our business segment, Palugun Abroad. And on that segment, we'll talk about why owing salaries is so common. We'll take a look at a report from SBM Intelligence. Glass ceiling also returns because it's a Wednesday. And we'll continue that conversation about women who earn more than their husbands being more likely to be beat up by those same husbands. I'm Sandra Ezekwesli on social media. Those were your hard facts, Lagos. Good night.